0: visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k if you missed that don't worry we have it in the description box of this episode so click that too and again big shout out to sprout solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork reclaim it with their payroll starter now let's begin this episode Hey Hustlers, welcome to another episode of Hustle Share. I'm your host, Ronster Beite Young, and today is a very, very special episode because we're officially celebrating five years of the Hustle Share podcast. And wow, time sure flies when you're hustling, and I can't believe it's been five years already. Five years of inspiring stories, insightful lessons, and unforgettable moments— And it's all thanks to you guys, our amazing listeners and hustlers that listen to every episode drop that we drop every Monday. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm being nostalgic today because five years of talking is a lot of work, but I'm just really grateful that you guys stay with me in every single episode that we drop. Before we get carried away, let's take a moment and reflect on the journey that brought us here. From our very first three episodes, where we had my good friend Magellan Fetalino as the first episode back then of Akudine, who now works for UBX, Eva Bernardo of Packworks, and of course, my late co-founder, attorney Joseph Acuna. And from those episodes we dip our toes into the world of startups so today where we've interviewed some of the brightest minds in the philippine startup scene you guys remember when we had the great dado banata when he shared his hustle and how he became one of the forefathers of this philippine startup ecosystem when we've had the likes of ernest U of globe and fred uiteng Su of alaska the pillars of the philippine startup ecosystem that showed what is possible like the likes of brian ku of grab Paulo Campos of Zalora, David Almerol of Multisys, amazing investors like Minette Navarrete of Kickstart, Paul Santos of Wavemaker, Franco Verona of Foxmont, the Sunicorn founders like E.R. Rolian of Grosary, Steve C. of Great Deals, Nichelle Gaba of PDAX, Roland Ross and Rexy Dorado of Kumu, and of course the hundreds and hundreds of amazing founders and hustlers that I've gotten a chance to interview In this podcast every week. So again, big thank you to everyone that's been on the show. Your stories have inspired us, motivated us, and taught us so much about the world of entrepreneurship. And of course, let's not forget the amazing team behind Hustle Share. From our producers to our editors in Podcast Network Asia and Pod Machine, you make my life so much easier because of the amazing work that you guys do. Thank you for all the hard work and dedication you have helped me to make Hustle Share what it is today. And I'm incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. I also wanna thank all the startups and brands that helped sponsor us throughout the years. You helped us literally grow day by day because of your support. We wouldn't have gotten to year five without your support. Now, before we wrap up this celebration, I wanna share with you the top five lessons that I've learned through talking to hundreds and hundreds of founders over the past five years. After five years of conversations and insights, these lessons have consistently emerged as the keys to success in the world of startups and entrepreneurship. So if you're ready, here we go. So the first lesson is that the best hustlers hustled early and built a unique skill stack. So if you listen to Hustle Share, you know that after I ask the million dollar question, the very first thing that happens is we usually go back to the Hustle Share time machine. Now it might sound cheesy, but yes, it works. Bringing the guests all the way back to how they started out establishes that these founders did not get to where they are if they did not strive hard and hustled early in their life. Now, everybody goes through that. Of course, a lot of the people that really make it up in life eventually hustled. But what set these founders apart that really make amazing companies are these. When a lot of these founders really hustled early on, they understood that they're hustling to become entrepreneurs down the road or whatever they're learning will apply to a greater good or a greater hustle as they go along. Now, typically, they come in multiple forms. Sometimes it comes in sports where they build the discipline. Sometimes they get firsthand experience in helping their parents out in whatever form or fashion or hustle that they're doing. Or they just develop the skill for thousands and thousands and thousands of minutes of repetition that they've done. Now, these reps eventually became their go-to move or their unique skill stack. Or they added more soft skills and hard skills to add along to what they're doing. So when they decided to become founders, that was the ace because everything that they've been doing very early on in life became very useful. Let me give you an example. So a lot of founders that had entrepreneurial parents was forced to help in their parents' businesses. Now, as kids, they didn't probably understand why the hell they're doing it, but by seeing their parents or whoever they looked up to do it in repetition, they did not just pick up the hard skills on how to do it, but also the soft skills of learning how to talk to people, learning how to be frugal, and learning how to be disciplined in what they do. I've also seen people who are sports-centric learn not just to have discipline in themselves, but also how to become great teammates in the process and also develop grit very early on. So when they become entrepreneurs, they don't give up that easily. So what is the lesson here? It's simple. If you as a kid or as a person growing up, if you have the luxury to be able to develop unique skills and had repetition on hustling, by the time you decide to become an entrepreneur or a founder, it will just come a second nature to you. So the sooner you do this in life, the easier it is for you to be able to master these skills and just apply them because it comes a second nature to you. And that's why I ask these questions every time. Because I want to understand from the guest's point of view. I want to see what are the unique skill stacks and the type of hustles they did. So we can emulate them. And when we decide that we want to be like that, it will also be the same result. Or very similar, at least. Now, the second point is very controversial because there's a lot of content out there nowadays who have this zero-sum question of do you need a degree? in college to be able to become an entrepreneur or not? Well, whenever this question gets asked, I always get reminded that the Sith in Star Wars only believes in extremes or absolutes. So what does that mean? It is not zero sum. And it's not a question of should you have a degree or not if you wanna become an entrepreneur? Because that brings me to my second lesson. The best founders and the best entrepreneurs have a great education. And that comes not in the form of just the degree, but they learn from different sources and they had great role models. So why is this important? If you see a lot of the people that are saying, hey, you don't need a degree, you don't need this, you don't need that, just focus on this carton, and whatnot. I always just look back on who their role models are. Where did they get that? Because they cannot come up with that mindset if they were not misguided. Now, circling back to a lot of the guests that we've had here on Hustle Share, a lot of them had to really value the stuff that they've learned from school because they understand the value of education, but they also did not stop there because they have this unending thirst to learn. They knew whatever that's being taught in the classroom is important, but what's also being experienced outside and the habits you form in learning so that you can apply it in whatever you're doing is paramount. Now, did their course or wherever they were educated matter? Of course it did. Matter of fact, if you look back into all the best startups that were ever formed in the Philippines, you can already tell just by looking at LinkedIn of where the founders and their executives studied. Now, I'm not saying that you should have great education and go to the top schools because let's be honest, that type of education can be very expensive and not everybody has access to that. But believing in this false dichotomy that you should have either an education or just discarte. It's just stupid. Because in reality, in order for you to give yourself a chance of success, you need both. And when it comes to discarte or the opportunities that you're going to be able to learn outside of school, that would pretty much be defined by how you network. And your network will define the type of role models you'll try to emulate and will also keep you grounded when you ask them for help. So when it comes to education of the best founders that we've had on the show, they always come from a good educational background because they have proven that they can actually finish something that they have started. And school is the best place to prove that not just to you, but also to your parents and your peers. Now they didn't stop there. They also got help and continued to learn and got their discarte with the help of their great role models, whether it's their former bosses, their parents, or anyone with good standing that they tried to emulate and left an indelible mark on their careers. And we're so fortunate because a lot of the founders that you have had on the show have shared who they actually tried to emulate and how they were able to learn both in school and in in hustling. Now, the third lesson is the most important thing that we've actually seen across every single hustler we've had on the show is they've learned how to network properly because a lot of the hustlers understand that the opportunities that they will get in life and in their business is completely synonymous to the type of network that you have because they know they need people in order to be successful. Whether it's investors, business partners, or exactly people to hire, and even customers, they are always on the lookout to expand their network and add add value, and give value to other people. Now, they're not all created equal. Some of them are introverts, so it takes a lot more effort to be able for them to do that. Some are naturally gifted and they can easily go to a room and light it up and network in the room, but it doesn't matter. The best hustlers in the world understand that your network is your net worth. And in order for them to become successful, they need to surround themselves with people that are going to give them opportunities and also add value to the people that are around them. The other thing that they do is they decide to really show up and invest a lot of time in order to be able to add value and get value from their network. They understand that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So by investing a lot of time with their peers or whoever they see value and add value to, they instantly get value back. And that's the beauty of the reciprocity of networking. Now, the fourth lesson that we've learned here is the best founders always ask for help. One of the most common questions we always ask in Hustle Shares: what's the best advice they've ever gotten? Now, that's one question I'm always excited to ask because the type of answers that you get and the type of advice people understand and get from other people that they look up to is always special. Now, when people are humble and they ask for help, just like a lot of the founders we've had on the show, They know that, again, success is a team sport. So they are able to access the help from a lot of mentors and a lot of people that they respect for them to be able to solve the problems that they know that they cannot solve on their own. Now, the founders that always get the best help always have a variety of people that they run into in order to get the advice that they need to solve their problems. Obviously, that's a product of their networking that they've done ahead of time. So lesson three and lesson four is actually synonymous. But the most important lesson that I've seen across the hustlers that we've had on Hustle Share is that the best hustlers and the best founders use failure as a catapult to bounce back up. Now, not all founders are created equal or not all hustlers are created equal because some founders are able to just bounce right back up like nothing happened. But some founders do take time and actually lick their wounds in order for them to be able to get to where they want to be. But regardless, they understand that failure is temporary just like success. So they ask for help, they network, for them to be able to dust back up and use every single failure as a stepping stone for success. Now, the best founders that I've seen literally wear their failure on their sleeves. And typically, the ones that really wear that on their sleeves are the ones that give the best advice because they understand that startup life can be a lot of ups and downs, and most of it are down. But what you learn when it's down and when you're down is basically what will prepare you for triumph down the road. So, there you have it, hustlers, the top five lessons and traits of the best startup founders we've had on the show. Now, obviously, that's hyper generalized, but if you want to understand every single nuance, we created a Spotify playlist that contains the best of the best episodes of Hustle Share over the past five years. And there you'd be able to see the pattern, the pattern of all these five traits and lessons that we've heard on Hustle Share, but told in amazing stories in every episode. And if you're aspiring to launch your own venture, I hope these insights will serve as a guide on your journey to success. Again, thank you very much for the past five years. Please don't forget to listen to the other podcast within the hustle share ecosystem, the Daily Scrum. Just a daily roundup of the best startup news in the Southeast Asia that you should listen to founders only on youtube where we discuss and invite back all the best founders we've had here over the past five years and talk about in-depth experiences over startup life and how you can hustle better and if you want to see the whole archive of hustle share and all the show notes and jargon and everything else in between please don't forget to check out HustleShare.com. Everything is in there. But if you've been listening for the last five years and you still haven't given us a follow, please do subscribe in wherever you listen to podcasts so you get the first dibs when we drop episodes every week. And again, thank you very much, guys. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes—all the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax-paying stress. All this for as low as five thousand pesos. Again, that's just five thousand pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit Sprout.EH Payroll-Starter-Monthly-5K, or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store, or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. hey hustlers i hope you're having a great 2024 so far as you know a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023 and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor Dragon Pay is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to DragonPay.ph. That's DragonPay.ph. Trust the Pioneer. Trust DragonPay.